morning. Good morning. So this week, you two officially started performing at its residence mm. performance in Las mm. Vegas in this new arena, I don't know what you call it, stadium performance venue, performance venue called The Sphere. The Sphere. It's supposed to be the most acoustically perfect and technologically advanced concert venue in the world ever built. And the reason they built it. <laughs> the first so thing they, you do is play YouTube music. So they said is um, that there really isn't any arena of this size that's purpose built for music. Mm-hmm. Usually there's sports events, sporting events. Um, How many people fit in this thing? A lot. So I've always, I'm a lifelong YouTube fan, except for when they put out pop, but. Uh, um, and I have always felt a bit queasy about this behemoth of a project that the band has undertaken. And by the band, I probably am referring really to, uh, Bado and his ego. But let me say this, um, One time, oh gosh, have I talked about this on the podcast already? About Doesn't my experiment at the airport? Nobody's heard it. I was in some airport and uh, had a couple of hours to kill. And so I went into some airport restaurant. I think it was a Chili's or Chipotle or something. And every single person in the restaurant even if they were sitting across from someone at a table was looking at their phone. Now, you know, I don't have a lot of judgment around that. People need to kill time. You know, before there were smartphones, people were reading a book or a newspaper, a magazine. You know, we need to entertain our minds. But everybody was Sudoku. Everybody was looking at their phones. And so I went up to the bar and I ordered a drink for myself and there was a person to my left and a person to my right and this is quite out of character for me i really feel like i've talked about this on the podcast struck up a conversation i struck up the conversation okay good i have so let's fast forward to the second time i did this when i was talking to the kid who was sitting at the recharging station at the gate and i had the conversation with him and he was the architecture student yes 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 okay Mm -hmm. and let's review so we were talking about why buildings look the way that they look now versus buildings that look the way they used to be. Mm-hmm. For example, let's just take all the architecture in Paris. And he said buildings back in those times were built um, to exalt God and buildings that are built today are built to exalt humans. Mm-hmm. Case in point, the sphere. So when we went to go see you two in Belfast. It was the first concert that they had played after the terrorist attacks in Paris, where you two was set to perform the next night after the terrorist attacks and they canceled the show. And so there was a bit of irony doesn't seem the right word. It was poignant. It was poignant that the first time that they had played in Belfast in like 25 or 30 years, the city rife with 
the troubles and domestic terrorism Mm -hmm. was right after that show. We were at that show and Bono said, thank you for your patience, which, you know, he's good at turning a phrase time from time to time. And the show was spectacular and I was so overstimulated Though all of those lights, the flashing lights, the show was just stuck and burned in my brain for about a week. And I couldn't get the songs out of my head. And it's different than having, you know, I can't get a song out of my head. Like it was burned into my ears, burned into my brain, burned into my eyes. I just felt very overstimulated. Now we're going to fast forward to the sphere. I have also been very... I, I think that the fact that it, that Las Vegas even exists is incredibly unsettling. It's in the middle of the desert. It's consuming massive amounts of energy for no other reason than for people to be entertained. Entertainment, that word. The, the passive consumption of, 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 of time. The passive consumption of time. Now, you know I'm a little bit extreme on this. I don't like games. Mm -hmm. I don't like playing games. I think it's a waste of time Mm because it's the passive consumption of time. And at the end of the activity, you haven't done anything. You haven't made anything. You haven't produced anything. It's a way to kill time. Entertainment. Is it a way to kill time? Are you asking me? Yeah. I know you feel differently about this. It's a way to kill time. I mean, take a step back. That, that's all life is, is marking time. None of us has any significance for any length of time. Uh, you know, I'm speaking in terms of the universe. So, yeah, well, why not partition your time however you want? If you want to devote a few hours to a game of Monopoly uh, and uh, create a social shared experience... I mean, that's as valid as... I'm saying just life is, is a waste of time. It's just a little slice that we're here. And and so who cares what you do with it? Yeah, that's cheerful. So I look at... I, my life philosophy is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious about <clears throat> the sphere in Las Vegas and the environmental impact of it. So I found this article <clears throat> uh, on Impactor written by Hannah Fisher... Lauder, I will reach out to her later. And she's also questioning, yeah, okay, the sphere is really spectacular. Do we really need another entertainment center, especially at this point? What is this saying about our priorities and our values mm-hmm. as humans, especially somebody as outspoken on humanitarian issues as Bono? Now, you know, I have always said, there's enough room and money for everything. It just has to be allocated appropriately. I think I do think in spite of his like ridiculous ego, um, Bono has done some good things for the world without question. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Poppy's new thing. So our dog Poppy, our dogs are do not like coming downstairs. I can't figure out why. I think it's because they know that the the downstairs part of our house is underwater and I think there's something in them that maybe is a little bit afraid of that or maybe they just are don't like stairs I don't know but Poppy's been joining us lately which is really nice okay so Vegas 
There's an article here about the environmental impact of the sphere and all of those lights and all. Anyway, I'm going to read some of this. So um, it was launched on September 29th of this year. The shows have been going on for the last couple of days. It has 18,000 seats and, and over 160,000 speakers in the sphere. It's 111 meters tall and 157 meters wide. It is the largest spherical building in the world. The entire Statue of Liberty can fit inside of it, according to the venue's website. Uh, the interior and exterior are both covered in LED screens, allowing for an astonishing and unprecedented visual and sensory effect experience. The exterior described as a creative canvas so bold and bright you can see it from space features 53,883 square meters of LED. The interior features 14,864 square meters and the equivalent of four football fields. The U2 concert showcasing the sphere's impressive architecture and audiovisual systems in action for the first time could be said to mark the beginning of a new era in live entertainment. It was attended by many celebrities, including Matt Damon, Oprah, LeBron, Andre Agassi, Orlando Bloom, and many others. Uh, there's some video of a glimpse of it. It's, you know, beyond overstimulating. It's incredible. Um and uh, the venue, the venue's makers say that it was designed to achieve high standards. It doesn't say the highest, but designed to achieve high standards of sustainability and to minimize energy consumption. Sphere's LED screens, they write, use the most energy efficient lighting available today. Its advanced distributed heating and cooling system is, you know, blah, blah, blah. Amazing. Um, setting a new standard for immersive live entertainment. The venue also setting industry standard when it comes to renewable energy. I'm skipping through the details here. Uh, they announced in August about 70% of the venue's energy would come from solar power. Nevada's main electricity, uh, electricity utility, NV Energy, would provide most of the solar power as part of the 25-year agreement. Uh, you know, fine print and details. Um, the rest of the energy would come from existing resources and the impact of any emissions coming from non-renewable sources would be offset through renewable energy credits. So we all know that carbon credits and offsetting is pretty much bullshit at this point. Uh, for any portion of electricity that is not derived from new renewable sources, Sphere will voluntarily acquire certified renewable energy credits to fully mitigate the impact of emissions from the creation of electricity for the venue. But how much energy are we talking about here and at what cost? Well, can, the can document... I just go back for a moment? I want to... Make yeah, let me get through this and you can okay. just park that. Oh, we should say like, um, uh, that should be a, a band, um, band word, by the way. Uh, it doesn't include the amount of, or price. State law permits this, but says that other customers wouldn't be affected in any way. Uh, Sphere is expected, here we go, electrical engineer. Sphere is expected to need 2 billion megawatts to run at its peak energy usage. The organization in charge of monitoring the electrical grid in California says that one megawatt can power about 750 homes at once. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, come on. Las Vegas Sphere at its peak energy usage would be enough energy to power 21,000 homes. Uh, I mean, yeah. And so another thing, let's talk about the environmental impact. A lot of our birds orient via stars. So if you light up the sky, they can't see orientation. University of Nevada, Reno biologist Jenny 
Uh, Wang told the LA Times proposing that blue tones be limited during migratory season, shorter, okay. Uh, world's biggest achievements aside, one, one can't but wonder about the necessity of such an endeavor in present circumstances. Yes, I'm wondering. Um, even if it turns out to be the most sustainable venue in the world, powered entirely by renewable energy, is a new venue really what the world needs right now? I would say absolutely not. Now, go ahead, Michael. I was just going to spin back to what you were talking about, uh, you know, uh, credits or offset. You were criticizing those. They work in theory, but of course they have to be implemented properly. So there's nothing wrong with them. It's just in practice, they're not done in such a way to have any significant impact. Therefore, they're bullshit. They're not bullshit in that they don't, you know, quote, work. Offsetting does work. Now, you can still talk about whether there should be a better use uh, and or reduction to begin with, such that one doesn't have to offset as much. You can certainly talk about, you know, what the overall purpose of the energy consumption is to begin with. To go back to what I was saying, which I think you thought was, you know, some sort of nihilistic uh were, uh, well, not the most positive um, view on life or passage of time, but it's exactly because we just, you know, have a, a few decades on, on this rock in the middle of nowhere, um, that it's important that we as masters of this rock in the middle of nowhere decide to create those moments uh, however we want. I have no doubt that many people will see you two for the first time in that venue. Um, they'll still consider that they're seeing you too, despite the fact that Larry isn't on stage. Um, and, you know, you've created a memory. So that has some value. I'm sure that no one that goes and sees a show in the sphere has never I'm, seen YouTube before unless I'm somebody's sure taking their you know at this people, point grandchild well, their sure adult grandchild see YouTube for the first time whether YouTube was um, a big part of their life to begin with or whether it's more like uh, oh the Tommy Toon show is sold out can we go see Lance Burton instead if it's it's more that type of thing okay yeah then you're perhaps not creating the 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 you know, most significant memory in that person's life. The but. thing about Las Vegas, new reports are going to be coming out about how much this, it's called sphere, not the sphere, how much sphere has boosted the Las Vegas economy. What that means is you know, that the band is called Eagles. Are the Eagles. Really? I think uh, Glenn Fry was very adamant about that. People hey, are. Might have that wrong. No, nobody Apologies. wants Glenn Fry to be uh, adamant about anything. So. Well, he's not anymore. No, he's not. He's not capable. He's taking a dirt nap. I just be found nice. out that expression the other day from be Michael. Nice. It's very funny. It's not my phrase. That's that's, um, that's Larry King. Oh. Oops. Shit, my microphone just dropped. Okay. Um, mic drop. Mic drop. Yeah. Well, it didn't drop so much as it's flopped over. Um, okay. So, when we hear reports, this is like the new trend, by the way. Oh, the Beyonce concert brought in a billion dollars to the sure. local economy, sure. Taylor Swift. But in but with, okay, now here's here's my other critical point. So we are going to park that for a second. 
This is a residence performance, which means that people are going to be flying in from all over the world to yep. see this concert. And they're going to be staying in those hotels and maybe they're going to be renting cars. Yep. So the environmental impact goes far beyond just how much power it takes for those LED lights. And again, this whole concept of entertainment, when is enough enough? How blown do our minds have to be until we are entertained? It's too much and it sends the wrong signal into what our priorities are in the developed economies. I am pretty grossed out about, about Sphere that was built by a band that I have enjoyed my entire life since I was, you know, 15, 16 years old. I don't think it's a particularly great use of resources, to be sure. Uh, I don't think that U2 needs to play out or even make music ever again. I think that whatever... Um, talent they have for songwriting or performance is on the wane. I think we've had their best material from them. It does seem rather desperate to me. I Things like the sphere, or excuse me, sphere, irritate me more, I think, because it's just baffling to me why Bono and it must be Bono, wants to do this. I think he's so obviously disturbed. What, what, what is the purpose of this? Does he think that he's, I don't know. Because they have built entertaining. a building well, that exalts humans. Well, and by the way, well, except, I'm not sure that Bono thinks that he's But the implication to that, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So so are you suggesting that Bono is not, in fact, a rock god? Mm -hmm. uh, because he must be on the short list. Um, but is he on the short list of rock yes, gods? Yes, of course. Wouldn't, uh, so Sphere being purpose-built for uh, Taylor Swift uh, or uh, Olivia Rodrigo, I think would be uh, more justified honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's not just for U2 shows, but... Well, it is if they're in residence. Yeah, but I mean, it will be for other things, too. Plus, they don't perform every single night. Yeah. But this Venues. goes... Yeah, this yeah, go goes ahead. back to the, the thing that we talk about in our professional life, about what's more sustainable, a decentralized model versus a centralized model. The sphere is a centralized model. Take the show on the road. Well, that's incredibly unsustainable, though, too. But you're, it's not, but it's, it's, it is, but is it, but is it, well, I don't think so. I mean, you know, this is the thing that Coldplay with those incredibly irritating and repetitive commercials that they're doing with DHL. Yeah. I don't, it can't yeah. possibly be Michael to take the set of a show and all of the equipment and move it around as opposed to having what will be millions of people flying to a single destination. Yeah, but. They're not, I mean, you can measure this however you want, but they're not flying in for a single day. And yes, big tours might often spend more than one day in a venue, but pulling up stakes and moving the whole circus to a new town, that's always going to be less sustainable than having a, a fixed can't, location. It can't possibly be. It is, of course it is. No, 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 it can't possibly be. 
have you seen the size of Edge's uh, guitar rig? Yes. Uh, yeah. So but they leapfrog. Just think they of have the more carbon than... footprint of that that you're moving that all the way around the United States. Um, just simple. You know, you can do it however you want. Uh, how many mics does uh, Bono have? Um, so, you know, uh, work is force times distance, right? So, she's <laughs> just, you know, you take the uh, weight and just imagine what the entire circuit, if right. you two so were to do and a whole... What's the weight of every plane flying into vegas yeah sure but those planes what's are going the weight into... of the you know 20 ounce sirloin steak that the guy's eating for free because he got he did well yeah. at the blackjack table but the, <laughs> but that stuff's happening there anyway so vegas is already a population center people are going there anyway it is not all thanks to the mafia uh so people go there anyway uh so if they're going to go to what can be a more sustainable venue Right, that's and that's the whole premise. But I don't think people should be going there anyway. I think Vegas yeah. is an environmental catastrophe. It arguably is, but every city is in a way. Clusters of people tend to become you know, uh, less sustainable because of the amount of resources that have to be brought in to sustain them. There are, of course, economies of scale. Once you have the critical mass of people there, that's great. But in terms, if you're just going to look at it, um, what do people actually need on any given day? You know, they need food, clothing, and shelter. If those things are produced outside of the, quote, uh, city limits, um, then you're just not as efficient, not, not as sustainable, versus more of a farm, uh, you know, agricultural uh, lifestyle. I'm just, I'm conflicted. I'm working through this because... You know why cities were invented, as a right? Mu- yes, yes, yes. But as a music lover... No, I'm serious. Some of my best experiences, my most meaningful experiences yep. were going to concerts as a young person. But something switched over at that U2 concert in Belfast where I felt like it damaged my brain. And that's what I remember are those flashing lights. I could close my eyes and still see that scrawl of like the giant yellow words behind on the screen i can't remember the words but i remember what they look like no but i remember the yeah. lights in my eyes that it it took away from the collective the unity yeah. the feeling of everybody coming there to enjoy the music together yeah. as and then also with the stupid cell phone or mobile phones going up in the air like concerts aren't i can't imagine that the the feeling that people walk away from a concert is the same as when we were younger and we didn't have our phones up in the air the entire time. And we're literally watching, you see people do this. They're watching the concert through Through their their phone, phone. even though the concerts just on the actual concerts on the other side of the phone. Yes. Um, Oh yeah. Go ahead. So they might as well just be watching it on screen at home. Well, this I think is why I would partly come to the, the defense of things like sphere not for this particular example. No, I don't think that you two needs to be performing. Uh, but human, you know, collective experience and actually existing, uh, sharing the same space with people, uh, this does create uh, memories um, and affects our, you know, brains and bodies differently than Zoom calls. Um, 
so yes in terms of sustainability efficiency whatever you know all communication could be virtual but we kind of didn't evolve that way and and so i think actually you know smelling the person uh next to you um you know collectively uh sweating and crying and screaming um as the the beetles are in front of you um even if you can't hear them uh that's probably important it's not important in the grand you know scheme of the universe but again you know we're, we're people we get to decide what's important yeah and then you know what you do you go to the merch table you yep. buy your overpriced t-shirt and you hang on sure. to it for the rest of your life I still have my sweatshirt from the Joshua Tree Tour. You wore it to the anniversary. I Joshua wore it to Tree the anniversary tour. show in Belfast. That's no, that wasn't the Belfast. That was the the Joshua because the Belfast was not the oh, that's right, Joshua anniversary. That's you right, saw that was them, the by the way. Yeah, I've as seen much as you lot. didn't like yeah. that show, yeah. you saw them uh, a few years later when I've, they were touring. I've seen every show except for the pop tour, yeah. which was just that album was so awful. Um, disco text, great. Uh, that is sustainable. Oh, your sweatshirt? Well, yeah, because I've hung on to it for a very, very many decades. It has not become garbage. Uh, so, you know, it has not been waste that has, has had to be managed. So that that's sustainable. The fact that you haven't relied upon it uh, for clothing uh, perhaps, you know, makes it less purposeful. I still have but my T-shirt from the Love Technique concert, New Order. I think that one might have finally disintegrated. That one was not in good shape because I wore that one a few times as well. But um, I still have my sweatshirt from when I was 14 years old from Chicago City Ballet. Rest in peace. Doesn't exist anymore. Still wow. have it. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's and, and those are that's all tied up with those uh, memories, which of course um, I don't think would be as strong if you just experienced it uh, live via satellite. Uh, I'm going to give everybody a little bit of advice here. If you are as uncomfortable as I am with this monstrosity that you two has built in the name of entertainment with the mind blowing light show, that's a 365 degrees spectacular in all directions. Find a friend, go to Amsterdam, buy 10 grams of Atlantis psilocybin, Eat it all, put a lovely uh, uh, sleep aid over your eyes, a nice, you know, uh, lavender-infused pillow, put on the U2 album, and the light show that you will see is going to be just as spectacular, and I can guarantee more meaningful, more healing, more restorative than flying your ass to Las Vegas uh -huh. To see you two perform songs that you've already seen them perform live many, many times with a bunch of 50-year-olds going, woo. So 10 bucks, totally environmentally uh, sound safe for the single-use yep. plastic box that it comes in. Although there are lovely shops now on the Leitzustrat that, um, that dispense the psilocybin in these beautiful little glass. So just to torches. be clear, instead of doing... You know, lawful activities like supporting your local concert venue. Uh, you're suggesting that people <laughs> purchase uh, illicit substances. And, it's not illicit and, in the Netherlands. Okay. Oh well, yeah, that's true. Um, it's plant medicine. 
so does you two actually have a new record album? No, but I think they're coming out with one. They have oh. that new single, which was absolutely lackluster. Is it going to be on heavyweight vinyl? It was absolutely lackluster. And in the same week, the Stones put out a single with Lady Gaga. And that single, look it up, guys. Get your surround sound on in your living room and turn that volume up loud. That song is amazing, but you have to hear it in full stereo surround sound. I don't think you're going to get all of it. So good for you still being able to knock one out, Rolling Stones. Um, It's so interesting, the choices that they made with Lady Gaga on her voice, because it really seems like it's right at the edge of her uh, upper register where she's straining but still in control and it just sounds incredible are you a a toe tapper or a heel tapper i think you're a toe tapper i don't know what that is oh you mean when you're subconsciously keeping time with your little oh yeah i'm I'm more of a a heel tapper Uh, you say that but i've been watching you i think you're a toe tapper i'm definitely a heel tapper but that's also because i'm fidgety and i think i need my knee to move Right, right. Like my knee's moving right now and I'm I'm using the ball of my foot. But I think if the music was on, I would switch so that my he- I'm a heel tapper. I think heel tapping looks cooler. It looks more rock and roll. Well, it's uh, working different muscle groups also. Yes. So you have a better chance of, you know, either faster or over longer periods of time uh, heel tapping. But that's not something you're thinking about when you're grooving along to your whatever song you're you- listening to or playing. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of... So you've also noted uh, often people tap in double time, mm-hmm. you know. Um, well, I also noticed that if you're working from home and you're upstairs at the kitchen table and I'm downstairs here in my office and you're behind your laptop, you know, I leave and there's a spreadsheet on the screen and then I come downstairs and I hear the little toe tapping up above my head and I know yeah. that somebody has switched over to YouTube because he's just got some song it's in his head all of a sudden that he's got to listen to. I'm like, you're busted. Probably going to be music playing in the background. You're listening to YouTube yeah. on company time. Oh, yeah. Well, keep audio in the back. That's that's <laughs> why uh, audio podcasts are so much better than video yeah. podcasts. Keep it on in the background. Um. Yeah, it's probably working on some uh, double kick patterns. Summit. So I guess we're going to end this brief special edition podcast with, um, I'm going to say shout out. Thank you, Black American Culture, for that one. To oh. Zelensky and Ukraine, who haven't been in the news for one second since the Hamas attacks on Israel. So he's probably shitting himself trying to figure out how do we get back into the spotlight um so vladimir Zelensky, we're giving you some acknowledgement in the media i apologize to you that we have no audience but at least there's two people here thinking of you i'm not thinking of him particularly i'm not a big fan of his but um but yeah i don't i don't like people to be slaughtered uh unless they're bad people you know what else is a sphere is planet earth some people believe that yes uh, <laughs> not everyone does apparently but uh yeah planet, planet earth is a sphere a sphere okay so you're using article again so that does not apply planet to the earth is sphere <laughs> this sphere um leds are you know perhaps well 
certainly in their operation, I think one could easily say that they are more sustainable than uh, incandescent or uh, other forms of lighting. Uh, but if you're actually going to look at the you know complete life cycle of it, uh, then you might have some counter arguments to that. Um, but yeah, LEDs are nice. They're certainly uh, efficient insofar as you know the really is light without any appreciable heat. That's generally a good thing. Although I would think during the uh, winter time uh, on the inside of the venue, you would actually want to partially heat the place uh, with the light. So LEDs are not going to help with that. But uh, it's anyway. just another typical thing <clears throat> where they have to solve for all of these problems if they just didn't build the thing in the first place. People maybe all I'm saying is maybe shows. now is not the time. Maybe, maybe now is not the time to build sphere. <laughs> when is the time? When we are facing a generational existential crisis, which no. I know you disagree. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Maybe now is not the time to build sphere. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that you would believe that there is a good time to build sphere. Earth is also sphere. Earth is a sphere. Um, that reminds me. Okay, well, I, I think we're gonna. Like this. Um, this is all. This is Wait, all. So, what yeah. is the best U two album? Oh, well, yeah, it would have to be that transition moment. So it's Joshua Tree, then Octune Baby. <laughs> I said an so, album. What? I said one album. Well. Th- <sighs> Fine, Joshua Tree, but then the album right after it, Oxy Baby, which was the departure from the old U2 into the new, is extremely close second. But yeah, of course it's Joshua Tree. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Um, good. Okay. Do you know? Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. no. It's, it's not Earth is also sphere. Robot uh, says Earth is also sphere. Earth, Earth is sphere. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. See you Bye. Later.